Hello! Well, welcome back to Bro Talk Radio Season 2, Episode 2.5, we'll say. Uh, more on that later. <laughs> I am Brian the Vegan Mero, and I'm here with... South Illuminati Romero. Sal Debra Romero. Never gonna I, let that go down, are You're we? Debra from now on. Until the end of the season when I win the league. Please. So, lots to talk about. Uh, we've been gone for a while, Sal. I know. It's been two weeks, uh, two or three weeks. We did have another episode, but... Somebody. Cough, cough, sneeze, sneeze, point, point. Kind of got deleted, guys. Uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, technical difficulties, I guess. Just one technology. It's technology. technology it's Obama's fault. fault. Thanks, Obama. Damn it, Obama. Well, yeah, we got lots to talk about. We're talking football, baseball, politics. Taking a stand, taking a knee. Does it really matter anymore? Race, sex, social Drugs. justice warriors. Keyboard warriors. Yeah. What the fuck are keyboard warriors? Guys that stand behind their computers just talking shit all day. Mm. Like with nothing else to do but... Sounds talk. like Sal on the weekend. Oh! oh. Ow. That burned. Sorry. So, last time you heard us, we talked about the JFL draft and how it's coming. And I have to say, Sal, we got some pretty solid teams. And it's only fitting that today's episode is recorded on the NFL kickoff game. It's great. It's going to be an epic season. I mean, it starts off with the Super Bowl rematch tonight. Yep. Denver coming in with a backup. I think he's a backup to a backup. He was a seventh-round pick last year. I don't know how he beat Mark Sanders. And he's starting... For the Super Bowl defending champion, I have no idea how he's talking about the greatest scenario in life. Listen, he's trying to be the next Tom Brady, and it's not going to happen because Mark Sanchez got robbed. He's going to make sure that the Denver Broncos rue the day. (laughs) Back in Dallas, listen, everything's bigger in Dallas. Exactly. So he's going to have a bigger butt fumble. He's going to have a bigger fuck up in Dallas. Prescott, Prescott. Dak Prescott's putting up numbers though. Listen, he's like he's like an FSU quarterback. All this sound around him makes all these numbers. But once they get into the NFL, where's the game? And don't say Jameis Winston because he is out to be judged yet. He hasn't shown me anything I'm impressed with. He hasn't stepped up in any way. I mean, Dak Prescott went to Texas a and He's just an FSU quarterback at heart, man. <laughs> I mean, the way I see it is he, this preseason, showed that he could own the team. They need to move on somewhere. Because, I mean, Tony Romo is not the answer. Tony Romo hasn't been the answer since he botched that, what was it, the field goal against Seattle like seven years ago? Yeah. yeah. He, it was, he was the backup quarterback. All he had to do was hold the ball. He let it slip out of his hands. They missed the field goal. He throws the interception. They lose in the playoffs. Tony Romo for you. The beginning. Tony Romo the end. Throwing interceptions. They, made, they were 8-8 eight and eight three years in a row. Every year they got to face one new NFC East opponent. And the last game of the season, for the division. First year, loses to the Giants. Throws an interception. Next year, loses to the Eagles. Throws an interception. With, no, he actually didn't play that game. But still, if he were to play the game, he would throw the interception. And then year three, he loses to the Redskins. Throwing an interception last minute. 
again, costing them the playoffs. Tony Romo is a mediocre quarterback at most. He could put up numbers, but look at who he's throwing to. He has Jason Witten, one of the most solid, like, solid tight ends in the game. I hate the Cowboys, but I always respect Jason Witten's game. And he has Des Bryant, where he can only just toss it up and Des Bryant will somehow end up with it. Unless it's in the playoffs and he drops it in the green. Listen, that was a catch. You can ask anyone who watches football. Uh, That was a catch. It was ruled a draw, so that's all that matters. Listen. You can't go back and challenge your rule. You sound like Aaron Rodgers, man. The fail Mary. Yo, you can't go against the refs. They called it. But, I mean, Dak Prescott... I'm hoping he has an awful season as an Eagles fan. But as a, from a football standpoint, I kind of want to see the Cowboys move on from Tony Romo. It's, it's a divorce needing to happen. The same way the Eagles had to give up on Andy Reid a couple years ago. The same way that Tom Brady's going to have to get, you know... Retire and... Get the door open. The same way that the... Ride horseback into yeah. the sunset. The same way the, the Colts had to end up with... End, the th- end things with Peyton Manning. Like, shit happens. The NFL is a business. You can't base it off of, you know, hey, this is a 36-year-old quarterback that hasn't been healthy in four years. Yeah. But, you know, if he's healthy, we're winning the Super Bowl. No. You gotta be realistic. So I don't, to be honest, I don't see Dallas even making the playoffs, personally. I know Skip Bayless well, has not going to the Super Bowl. Their whole defense, yeah. Let's not even get Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless <laughs> is not allowed to be mentioned on this show. He's the biggest big writer in sports history. That's true. Like It's true. Apparently he had a 1.4. He played basketball in high school and had a 1.4 average. Points per game. Points per game. <laughs> he didn't even make a basket. He was just free throwing. <laughs> oh man. Exactly. So Skip Bayless is. I, if I ever become famous, I'm gonna skip. Like I'm gonna slap the shit out of Skip Bayless. <laughs> so it's only fitting that on Bro Talk Radio, with NFL starting, of course, fantasy football starting. Tonight's the beginning. Bro Talk Super Bowl weekend starts today because yours truly is going against Sal. Deborah. Deborah Romero. Romero. Game one of the season. Collusion? Collusion. This is definitely <laughs> collusion. They knew we were going to talk about this on the podcast. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, to be honest, I might lose. I, I'll be honest. But, but, but I feel I feel confident that I will compete and I will get through this. And to be honest, this is my only competition all year, according to NFL.com. So if I just get my loss out of the way, I'll have a whole season to dominate. Like I did last year, having the best season record of the league. I don't care if Ramon won the championship. Oh, man. I'm breaking that. All right. You I'm got like, too much into your promo, man. I, oh, man, I got into my promo. Fuck. <laughs> Anyways, this is, I call bullshit. Brian Loki is that guy that will tell you, like, oh, man, you have a great chance of winning. I, I'm nobody. But as soon as he has a lead, he's sending you text messages <laughs> saying, I told you so. You're a little bitch. Your team sucks. He's the, big, he's the worst shit talker because he gives you hope. That he's being humble. Uh, he's the most unhumble fucker I've ever met. No, Ramon is a lot worse than that. Ramon last year, he was beating me by like 46 points. I only had like a kicker left to play. And he's like, you never know, man. You never know. They might get a fumble. They might lose yardage. I'm like, you're up 46 points. I have a kicker left. I'm not going to win. 
Nah. I, you see, he's been telling me all week. It's like, yo, man, Sal, you're like the hardest. Con- like, I'm just going to take the L. No, this isn't going to happen. Last minute, he's going to tinker with his lineup. He's probably going to win by like three points. And he's not going to let it lip down for the rest of the show. Any argument I have, it's going to be like, you still lost to me. But it's okay. I'm projected to do well. All I, I have the weakest division in the league, so... Yeah, you're going to... I am the NFC East of the JFL. So, I mean, all I have to do is win six games. I'm probably in the playoffs. Like, I will be the number six seed. No, I'll probably be number four because I'll be a division winner. You're a division winner. <laughs> so, it's it's wonderful. Even though, like, division really doesn't matter in the JFL. Well, with the no JFL, six, six people get in, the top two get buys. Okay, so I'm satisfied with just not making the playoffs, avoid sending any obscene pictures to any random old lady. <laughs> Shout out to Deborah. Bro, what if Deborah's like 15, 16 and you have to send a de- uh, dick pic to her, bro? Burner phone. <laughs> I have a burner phone. That shit was like $15 at Staples. Oh my god, man. And I have it set up for like just 25 free minutes and like three text messages. <laughs> I will honestly crack that shit in half and throw it in the ocean after I send that dick pic. <laughs> That's what you gotta do. But, um, I mean, it's an ideal situation. This is a great beginning to the season. My top, my toughest competition probably will be Brian, just because we both have the same strategy going in. Just don't fuck up. Don't get your ass beat. Have a close game. If you win, you win. If you lose, whatever. But I'm still going to beat his ass. Up. I am going to be the Bro Talk champion. It's the only game we play all Up season. Update on my team. I have tinkered with my lineup. And oh, man. This is going to be great. It's going to cost you. I bet you whoever you put on your bench is going to score don't, 40. Don't say that. No, no, no. Because Carson Palmer, he's going against New England. They have a really good steady set. defense. Now. If you would have traded me, Matt Ryan. Now, listen. With Mark Sanchez getting dropped by the Denver Broncos, I picked up quarterback Alex Smith going against San Diego. Project get 27 points. I have to see this. I vote a veto. How do I change my team, though? I will not tell you. Wait, wait, wait. Relax, guys. Relax. We will figure this out. We will get this done. Oh, and he actually helped me, guys. So you know he's not a man of his word. Uh, I don't give a shit. I mean, listen, if I win game one, it's over for everyone. Uh, Ramon, I'm coming out for you, AJ. I don't feel like Ramon could repeat this year. I, I don't. Have you seen it. the trades he's been getting away with? Listen, he, all right. but here's the thing, though. He's trading like no names and getting players back. And you know what? I don't. Ramon is a genius. The idiots are the team, people in our division and league that are allowing the champion to get better. It's like every team that's ever done any trade with the Patriots, this is what's happening. They're grabbing nobodies, going to make names out of them, win the championship, and then we're going to sit and pout, oh man, they would have been great on our team if we would have kept them. Update, guys. The new favorite to win the game by point three eight. Points is yours truly, Brian the Vegan Mara. That hasn't been updated for me. No, it is. By point three eight, 
It is officially a game. This is going to be taken a picture of, sending it to our JFL chat so they know that we at Bro Talk Radio, we know what we talk about. We know our sources, we know our facts, and we get the job done. Now, with that being said, the biggest story coming out of the NFL season, or preseason, is Colin Kaepernick and his decision to not stand for the national anthem. Why are we talking about this guy now? Um, he's a backup quarterback for a 4-12 and 12 team. <laughs> Why is this national news? There's bigger things going on. There's more important shit going There's an election coming soon in about, what, four months? Three yep. months? And yet we're talking about a backup quarterback, mind you, not even a starter, who hasn't had his glory years since 2013, making a taking a not taking a stand is it? Uh, it's is, taking a taking a, a stand by to, not standing. He's trying to start the conversation. Uh, I hear a lot of people, you know, their two cents into it. I remember hearing Charlemagne the God talk about it. That fucking, guy's an idiot. You, who did I hear? Oh, the fucking. White girl that's on Facebook. Tori, she's hot. I hate her. Oh, uh, babe, I still love you though. I hate her. If you're listening to this, I okay. hate her. I don't know why. It's just her base. It's, I would not smash. All right, let's not talk about that. That's not important. Listen, <laughs> that's not the whole thing with her. Is that she pretty much she's a female? Girl? She represents literally the most conservative person in the world. Pretty much showing the two evils. There's like the people who support Bernie Sanders. I'm talking about like the social justice warrior who is a free spirit who doesn't believe that they should get less than a C plus in grades who need a safe place. That's a Bernie Sanders supporter. And then you have a Donald Trump supporter like Tory who believes everything is by the book, by God, all of this. Truth of the matter is everyone is ignorant. Okay. Preach. That was a high five. Everyone is ignorant. Listen, Colin Kaepernick is trying to start a conversation that doesn't need to be started. Everything happened maybe like two or three years ago with, uh, what was his name? George Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin. Everything started from that. That one incident started all of this. All of it. And what happened? What makes it worse is no one cared about Trayvon getting killed. They cared that he was black. I mean... And I remember, because not even two weeks later, a white kid got burned alive by two black kids. Those Thousand Hoodie March people, where were they to be outraged on that? I mean, the this, way I... This, this, was it this month alone? This month of this year, 500 homicides in Chicago... In the hood. There's no talk about that. They're all, all they're talking about is oppression about white people on black. Truth of the matter is, ignorance creates this. Yeah. If a cop pulls me over, what am I doing? I'm, I've been pulled over five times and never got a ticket. Same. Same. I've never gotten a ticket. I've been driving. I've been drunk before getting pulled over. I talk to the cop. I tell him, listen, officer, I've been drinking. He sent me on my way. He literally... He told me, 
get your ass home before I give you a DUI. Why? Because you respect authority. See, people are, they grow up thinking, hey, you're not my mama, you're not my daddy, you can't tell me what to do. And that's not it. That's not how it is. Because I'm a police officer, believe what you want. They're either there to protect you or to give you a hard time. But at the end of the day, they have a gun and they can kill you. So the fact that you're going to start trouble with this person just doesn't make sense to I me. I think where it comes is it's you shouldn't fear getting pulled over. Because, like you said, you know, at the end of the day, they have a gun. They could kill you. But that shouldn't be your biggest worry when getting pulled over. That's the that's the side like I'm understanding of both sides. I I'm not trying to be like the oh I'm neutral, but at the end of the day I'm neutral as fuck. I there's wrongs in both sides of the argument. Exactly. There's rights in both sides of the argument. But at the end of the day, like the way I see it is I shouldn't fear for my life if I get pulled over. I personally don't. And I can understand that as a not a lighter skinned Latino male. I don't have that I w I couldn't tell you what it's like being pulled over if I was black because I'm not black. Exactly. So I don't understand like what they go through. So I can't really put my input into like, hey, you're not doing anything because I've seen some cases where, yeah. but it happens for whites and blacks exactly. where they go by the law, they go, and they still get gunned down. And it's like it's even statistically proven white white males specifically die more by cops than black males. Yeah. And the thing is, what I'm trying to get at is. Just be respectful and everything. Yeah, just, you know, okay. and just be peaceful and just... And the media just likes to blow up everything. And what they're doing a lot, especially on Facebook, is they're trying to make... They're trying to victimize the person committing the crime. Yeah. And, for example, uh, there is a, a story about a guy who stole a Jaguar. And cops were cha uh, chasing him. He didn't want to stop. They actually set up a blockade and he ran through them. They shot at him five times. And I was hearing another podcast. If you want to check it out, it's called the Man Sand Podcast. He was talking about how it's illegal for them to shoot at a car if the person driving it or someone in the car isn't armed or dangerous. So you stole a car and you just rampaged. <laughs> exactly. That's there are not many loopholes to all of these things. And I hate it. I I mean, just the argument in itself is what I'm trying to get to. It's the dumbest argument I've ever heard. It really is. Yes, I get what Colin Kaepernick's trying to bring awareness to. And there's a lot of people in the NFL that are trying to as well. Uh, apparently, the Seahawks are backing him up this season. Why? I don't know. But at the end of the day, he's a backup quarterback. There's You're taking advice from somebody that's not even good enough to start for his own team. Yeah. Like, I could give two shits what he does outside of... I'm a football enthusiast. I care about what you do on the field. Like, when the whole Jameis Winston, like, rape case and all that stuff, yes, I understand that it's a serious issue. And it's like, oh, I hate Jameis Winston. You know, he's going to – I hope he has a horrible career. It's like, all right, I get that. But at the end of the day, if he can ball, just let him ball. All right, right now, if you get arrested at outside of work, do you go back to work with fear of losing your job? Of course. Really? Wait, like, right outside, or... No, 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 I'm talking about, like, on your own time. Well, it depends. And it doesn't cost you time away from work, none of that stuff. You just got arrested. So, like, if I was just drunk on the show. Yeah, so and I you just got arrested. Honestly. Do you come back to work with fear that, oh, hey, you know, Brian got arrested this weekend. No, he might no, lose his job. Obviously not. This is my issue with the NFL, though. 
what happens outside of during the off season and all that stuff really should not. I get it. You're making you displaying the NFL name and whatnot. But if I worked at McDonald's, I'm displaying McDonald's name and all that stuff. I don't get myself fired for going out and partying and getting a DUI. In the NFL, it costs you your job. Yeah. Look at Ray Rice, for instance. Yes, his oh. beatdown. Yes, his beatdown was very severe. That was caught on tape and all that stuff. But it was done outside of work during the off season on his own time. Yeah. He comes back and he hasn't been in the NFL since. He can still produce. He had production. He was a top end oh, starter. He was, he was declining. He was declining. But he was still a top end starter. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Who does who does? Baltimore Ravens have right now. They had Justin Forsett. They let him go and brought him back for, what, 1,200 yards a season? That just proves that the O-line is great, not that the running back is. But still, the fact that Ray Rice doesn't have a job, the fact that Greg Hardy, another case, that Greg Hardy... Okay, now that's different. He was never acquitted, though. Okay, okay, but no, no. There was... That's pretty much murder what he did. But he never got acquitted for it. He never got... In jail time. He no, never got. I don't. They I, got took to court, and apparently the girl didn't even show up. Yeah, I, I it's all know, based man. on accusations. I'm not justifying what they did. What they did is fucked up. Yeah, but it should not. I'm looking at it from the NFL standpoint. From a player standpoint, if the guy could ball, let him play. That's what the Patriots do. That's why they have a championship. If team. the kid could play, it, all right. Now, if it becomes a Severe legal action like fucking Aaron Hernandez where you kill somebody, <laughs> kill lie about people. it, and all that stuff. Then I understand. All right. He's yeah. getting jail time. He's yeah, in jail sure. forever. Uh, Ray Lewis scenario. He got away with it. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, it's not a scenario like that you're what you. And then I'm hearing a lot of things. Oh, the team should cut Colin, Colin Kaepernick. They should. He sucks. They should cut him based on his performance. Not based on this protest he wants to take. See, the thing is with the protest is the reason why they do this is to show respect for the people who have served for the country. Like, I I was born here, yes. Do I really believe the United States of America is the greatest country in the world? Absolutely not. It's ranked like 20th in math, science, and reading. We're idiots. Like literally, we have Donald Trump up for election. Like the fact that we have Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton in major, the same year as a major party candidate shows how awful this country can be. Granted, it has a lot of it's good and it's bad. Like we go to fucking uh, place, we have opportunity. Yeah, we have opportunity here for the people who say like the system is against them. That's bullshit. But you can go get a job, even if you can get a job right now. You can go to school, work your way up. It might take you some time, but at the end of the day, you can get a job. Yeah. It's not because that they're racist or anything like that. No, it's because you're lazy. Now, when it comes to the military, these people are putting, they're away from their families for years. They're putting their time, their money, their body on the line for us to even talk about this situation. You should show a little respect by literally, all you have to do they don't ask for anything. Anything. When Usually when I go to a bar or something and I see a, a guy in uniform or a veteran, I buy him a beer or something. Yeah, I, I pay for his tab. If I see him at McDonald's, I'll be like, hey, I'll pay for his food too. Yeah. Stuff like that. They don't ask for that. But the least you can do, the very least Seriously. you can do is stand up for the national anthem. I mean, 
There has been. I'm not sure if you saw the hashtag veterans for Kaepernick. Yes. There are people in the military that agree with Colin Kaepernick. It's like I gave you the right to sit or stand. Yeah. I don't care what you do. If you're doing it for the right idea, I don't care. But I do understand where you're coming from. Where it's like, but it's I like, stand to show courtesy, exactly. To show pride to not. I mean, the country. Yes, I show pride to this country. I, I was born here as well. It's. I wouldn't be where I'm at. I'm like. I get conversations with my cousins in Honduras that had like their ideal meal was like a snack for me. Yeah, exactly. Where they're living in a home that's made out of rubble mm-hmm. that they have to worry about their life being taken every single day, not just by police authorities, but actual. Murderers, assassins, fucking gang members, where his life could be taken just by not eating for a week because they don't have the money for it. And that's totally understandable. I'm so. I get the talk. We're first generation Americans. Exactly. We get the talk from our parents. Oh, if we were still in our home, you don't have no idea what we went through. And we've all received that talk as first generation Americans. But do I stand for where this country is at some points? No, of course not. I mean, like I said, there's bigger issues going on right now, and we're having a discussion about a second-string quarterback <laughs> on a lousy team. Like, I have been pounding this into people's brain. It's a backup quarterback to a lousy team giving his opinion, and it's caused public outrage. And the worst part about it is, like, even his mom went against him saying that there are other ways for you to, like, talk about your... Yeah. Uh, like, and, I mean, out, he's like, done a... He's... I mean, his... Uh, Jersey sales has become number one in the NFL. All proceeds are going towards well, I mean, charities. Half of those are like people buying and burning them. Yeah, but still, <laughs> hey, it's money. And he's donating it to charities and all that stuff. And he even is donating a bit. I mean, he's a $100 million athlete. Wait, he made $100 million? He's, he has a $100 million contract. Oh, they fucked it. <laughs> and he's donating a million to, like, you know, raise better causes for, you know, like body cams and all that for shops and all that stuff. And I understand he's doing it. Not for the... I don't see him doing it for the publicity. Because he doesn't need the publicity. When you're an athlete, the least thing you want is publicity. You want... I mean, to me, the best athletes are people like... Peyton think Manning. Peyton Manning. Uh, what's another? David Wright. Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter... The only publicity Derek Jeter ever had was that he was fucking a lot of hoes. Yeah. And All shit. All the hoes. And, and that's like the best publicity ever. <laughs> but to me, those are the best athletes. Larry Fitzgerald, one of the best wide receivers in history... When have you ever heard of him being a prima donna, diva, all these things like the players like Terrell Owens, Chad Johnson? You know, there was a time where wide receivers were seen as divas. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald, day in, day out. Those are the best type of athletes. A good athlete doesn't want publicity. That's the truth of it. At the end of the day, Kaepernick, he's a second-string quarterback. The fact that we talk about him is lame. I hate myself for even going into this whole discussion about politics it's something we need to get into though and it that's i hate when sports and politics intertwine because it leaves you in a stuck situation like am i gonna say like let's say my favorite athlete comes out saying you know fuck everyone i'm a donald trump supporter all immigrants have to go back i'm not gonna stop cheering for him because of his personal beliefs To, to me the way i've always seen it is you have your personal... As long as you don't shove it down my throat... Obviously. I could give two shits what you believe in. You could be a Satanist right now. And, you know, worship, you could have fucking... Be Hill Satan 430. 
And honestly, it means nothing to me as long as you're not shoving it down my throat. Yeah. I've had very religious friends in the past that I've told them straight up day one. Don't. I'm, I, what I believe in religiously, don't give an opinion on it. I'm not going to give an opinion on you. We could talk. We could share beliefs and all that stuff. If you shove it down my throat, I'm walking out. That's the best way to handle it. And it's not just religion. It's politics. It's anything you believe in. If you, I mean, if it's a favorite like team or something, that's fine. Tell me all you want about the Mets. I'll listen. But if you're like, dude, you have to be a Mets fan. You have to be a Mets fan. Well, the Mets are life. You need to be a Mets exactly. fan. Exactly. No, seriously, you that, need to be a Mets fan. <laughs> then that's when I'm like, all right, there's no. Those are the type of people that honestly are dumb as fuck. And I will give Kaepernick this. He's not asked, like you said, he's not asking for the publicity. He's doing things his way, and I mean, the media is what's making it bigger than it really is. Honestly, if if it would have just went low key, nobody would have even under. If it was him standing or doing something completely different, like I can't think of anything that's silent. Look, Tom Brady, for instance, his protest to the NFL on his helmet. He did not wear the NFL uh, decal all all preseason. Silent protest, protesting the NFL that way. That's the type of shit. It doesn't get media outrage. Oh, he should, you know, be wearing the brand of the company that's hiring. No, he just doesn't feel like he's justified by the NFL for being suspended for a game. Yeah. Those are the type of protests that I'm like, okay, with that, I understand. Letting your beard grow out because something, okay, I understand. But because it had to do with such a treasured thing in American history, we, we're we the most patriotic country that shows no patriotism that's true you, you just set, you go into a bar and yell usa people will start yelling usa for no fucking reason <laughs> you see someone with american flag hat or bandana or shirt or anything you automatically feel like man that dude loves this country no they're just wearing it because it fucking look cool exactly and we're the most unpatriotic patriots i've ever seen we only we only we're only patriotic when someone says something about, about us yeah. yeah exactly like when you bring up oh we bombed fucking syria last week and killed millions of children oh psh, that didn't happen oh colin kaepernick took a knee during <laughs> the clutch what what Full trigger 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 Triggered. like but social on, justice I, warriors yeah, i mean moving on at the end of the day this is going to be blown out of it's blown out of proportion we're not even going to be talking about it a week from now to be honest with you once the nfl starts and this is the problem. I blame this all on the long offseason. Yeah, I mean, god damn, we need more football <laughs> shit. Like, if football was being played right now, nobody would give two shits. Man. The, the 49ers lose two games, that's going to be the new topic of discussion. Let's, uh, let's hashtag make NFL 20, uh, 20 weeks long. Yeah. Fuck it, why not? Shit. Well, what, MLB could play 162 games? Yeah, man, that... <laughs> Football players are pussies, man. But anyways, other off-season news. I swear to God. Who, what's the GM of the Eagles? Jeff, no, uh, Howie Roseman. Roseman must have, wa- he must have watched the movie, was it Draft Day? Draft Day. <laughs> if you guys don't know the plot of Draft Day, I will tell you. I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't watch it, so I'll, I'll explain it to you so. All right, so the general manager of the Cleveland Browns decides to make a trade with the Seattle Seahawks, giving up giving up the number one pick in the draft. And with that, he kind of got screwed in a way with the uh, player that he was going to get. Uh, he literally 
think got caught for suspension or something like that. Wow. Uh, what was it? Uh, to be honest, moral of the story is he got screwed from that draft pick, and then he maneuvered his way to getting the number one pick in the draft back and an extra pick, first round pick from the Seahawks in that movie. And this is what happened. I Sam Bradford got traded from the Eagles to the Vikings for a first <laughs> and a fourth round pick. Which could turn pick, into a second round. Which, oh my it's god. A condition, okay, so the moral of the trade was Sam Bradford goes to the Vikings because Teddy Bridgewater t- gets his ACL sprained in the last training. Again, the NFL offseason should not be this long. So Teddy Bridgewater tears his ACL in the last practice for the fourth preseason game that he's not even going to play in. Mm-hmm. Tears his ACL. I mean, it's a freak accident, yada, yada, yada. He's out for the season. If he wasn't, if they didn't respond to him like a minute late, late, he would have lost his leg. Yeah. That's how bad that's, that yeah, uh, ACL tear is. Yeah. So this causes the Vikings from going to a possible contender. Remember, last year, they basically missed the second round of the playoffs on a missed field goal. Which, at the end of the day, you know, blame the kicker, blame whatever. They weren't destined to win. Laces out, man. So, they go from contender to Sean Hill, a 36-year-old backup that's been a backup for the league in the league for twenty for 15 years, being their starter. A 36-year-old that you can't rely on. So, they need a quarterback. So, they're calling up different teams. Everyone's asking for a Kings ransom. They're asking for a first-round pick and a Pro Bowl-type player. The Eagles, being the Eagles, we don't have... I'm saying we because, as you may know already, diehard Eagles fan. Shit, Eagles fan. It's in my heart. I bleed green. So, we had the draft coming up next year in Philadelphia. With no first round pick. None. Zero. We're going to have 32 picks picked on the first day in our hometown. None of us... This is the first time that all picks were going to get booed. Yep. So, we get a phone call from the GM, I don't even know his name, from the Vikings. And I'm telling you, this is how it went. We want Sam Bradford. What are you giving up? Uh, draft pick. It's yours. He's yours. Take him. But it's a, no, take him. It could be a first, no, no, just, just take him. All right, we'll throw in a. He's on the plane. He's, he's getting gone. There. He's gone. He's it, it, so that's how it went down. Honestly, <laughs> like Sam Bradford is probably the biggest waste of a player I've ever seen in the NFL, and yet he's had a hundred million dollar contract, been a number one overall draft pick, traded for a twenty seven touchdown, two interception player, and a second round draft pick to the Eagles. Gets another thirty five million two year contract, and is now traded. The amount of money and picks. <laughs> wasted on a guy that hasn't never made the playoffs it astounds me see this guy came in with what two sh- shoulder surgeries coming in this is unacceptable they pulled up stats the last three years mark sanchez has had better stats than mark sam bradford sanchez is a god mark sanchez gets cut sam bradford gets it's traded tra- for a first, first and fourth round oh pick. my god so i mean the eagles they what they pulled here was genius we get a first round pick back. We get a fourth round that is a conditional fourth round. So if the Vikings make it to the NFC Championship game, it becomes a third rounder. If they win the Super Bowl, it's a second rounder. Which, realistically, we're talking, it's going to be a fourth rounder. But it's a genius trade. We have Carson Wentz going to start. 
Sam Bradford was going to get paid $35 million in two years just to be there for a year. We're getting a first-round draft pick that we can use next year. Yes, it may be a low round, but it's still a first round at that. The best picks are always, to me, picked in the later half. Yeah. There's more less risk, more reward. Yeah. So, genius trade for the Eagles. Sam Bradford, not worth it. Uh, the Vikings, but here's the thing. that the I see the Vikings standpoint. Sam Bradford could take us to a wild card. We already have Adrian Peterson. Whoever drafted Adrian Peterson in our, the JFL is a genius because the carry, that, the load he's going to get. No, yeah. Fucking Raymond. Damn you, Raymond. Like, I got to give it to you. You have a smart pick there, even though it was picking a little too high, but still. He's going to get a lot more carries. It's going to be a, They have the defense for it. It's going to be a ground and pound. They're going to pull what the Jets do. Sam Bradford, he's a safe quarterback. Yep. He's the type that will. He's not even a safe. He's not even a good quarterback. He's a quarterback that literally will cost you a game. He won't even. He won't take control of the game. He'll just hike the ball and throw it to the other team because that's what he does. And it's they were bringing up like the trades for quarterbacks that we've seen in the last couple of years. Alex Smith got traded for only a second round. Sam Bradford gets traded for a first or four. Like, who would you rather have on your team right now? Alex, I have Alex Smith on my team right now. And then, like, it's it's just the Vikings were put in a tough scenario. Their balls were clinched, and they needed somebody. They should have took Mark Sanchez. They should have took Mark Sanchez, but I don't, I don't understand what they were thinking. Thank you for being idiots. Thank you for giving us a first-rounder, which, who's to say that fucking Adrian Peterson doesn't get injured this year? That first rounder, if Adrian Peterson gets injured, that first rounder easily a top fifteen pick. Boom. In that division with the uh, who do they have in that division? The Bears are they're scary every now and then, and the Green Bay Packers. Yep. And the Detroit Lions, which they're they're an yeah. iffy team. They could have a good ten and six they season. They'll have a ten. They'll All have right. like a seven and nine. Six but and still, ten. two of those wins could be that the Vikings. So honestly, from an Eagle standpoint, I love this trade. Obviously, they could have gotten they could have gotten a better player out of Geno Smith. They should have taken Geno Smith. God damn! I remember it. when I told you about this trade, you were like, "Why didn't they go to the Jets for one of their three quarterbacks?" Listen, they have four quarterbacks coming into the season. All we need is Ryan Fitzpatrick and Bryce Petty. That's all I want. But speaking of the Jets quarterback, we go to a former Jets quarterback getting released and immediately picked up by the Dallas Cowboys. Mr. Mark Sanchez, literally the greatest quarterback to ever throw a ball at USC in California in New York Jets uniform. This guy is a god. He will win a championship for the Cowboys. Mark my words. What words are you taking from the Denver Broncos? Listen, he didn't even have a chance with the Denver Broncos. This has been the craziest year for, like, quarterbacks I've ever witnessed. We have so many, un, like, known quarterbacks coming into this season. All right, we – the quarterback scenarios are crazy. We have the defending champs coming in with Marcus Simeon. I don't even know his name. Whatever his name is. Finian. Anyways, the quarterback for the Broncos was a seventh-round pick last year. We have Dak Prescott, a fourth-round pick, fifth-round pick, starting for the Dallas Cowboys. We have Carson Wentz, 
who didn't even play this preseason because he broke his ribs against the Bucks, starting for the Eagles. We have Blaine fucking Gabbert. That guy is Jacksonville Jesus. Starting in San Fran. In San Fran. We have Sam Bradford now in the Vikings. This has been a year where I feel like for fantasy players, it's the best year to have any one of those running backs. Ezekiel Elliott is going to get carries. Ryan Matthews is going to get more carries. Adrian Peterson is getting more carries. Carlos Hyde and C.J. Anderson. Five running backs that are going to get more carries based on how bad their quarterbacks are going to be. And it sucks for the wide receivers. I mean, I have Des Bryant. I feel like Dak Prescott can put numbers up, but we normally he's never... Prescott, Prescott's playing against, you know, backups right now. He's never faced an actual... And don't give me week three bullshit. Uh, preseason yeah, yeah. Week no, three, no, I, I agree. Preseason is a Whereas grain of salt. At the end of the day, Prescott, I'll be surprised if he makes it a week four. Mark Sanchez is going to take over the team. He's going to make his, that his team. And I'll trust Mark Sanchez with my life. He will become the world champion. Going back to the best USC player, I have to go with Matt Leiner. You know, bro, you, you just, remember my same obsession person, with Matt Leiner. They're the same person. I always said Arizona fucked up Matt Leiner. But now they have the, probably, I think he's a better USC quarterback, transitioning to the NFL and Carson Palmer. Listen, actually, yeah. Yeah, he's an ex-USC quarterback that has had the best NFL career. Too. So let's not even bring up Matt Barkley. Bro, Matt Barkley fought. He's uh, in USC. He's also in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> Arizona and USC quarterbacks have like a weird. I'm surprised he didn't. Mark Sanchez didn't get signed. Matt Barkley, if he would have just came out a year earlier. And got Terry's shoulder? He would have been a First round top ten pick. UCLA did wonders. It was against UCLA too. They're bitter rivals, <laughs> and they're just like, you know what? That's some breakish. <laughs> but I mean, this is going to be a crazy year for the NFL as far as quarterback play goes. We don't. Have, oh, and let me not even bring up Jimmy Garoppolo starting for four games. Like we, there's no uncertain. There's so many contenders. Overrated. There's so many contenders that you don't know where you're going to get out of. Garoppolo's not doing anything. I'm calling it. And I feel like it's going to... I can't call it. I really can't call it this season because I don't know what the strategy is. I mean, the Vikings don't even... haven't even announced who they're starting quarterback is. And moving... Talking about former quarterbacks that made it big. Tim Tebow today got signed to the greatest baseball team in the history of man. The New York Mets, I'm about to (laughs) kick you out. The New York Mets have signed Tim Tebow to a minor league contract. Now there's a lot of speculation saying that he might not get called up. This is not truth of the matter is the Mets are actually interested in him. He is not a publicity pick because the Mets are actually tied for a wild card spot right now as we speak. He will become the greatest New York Mets player of all time. I'm sorry, Mike Piazza. I was about to say. <laughs> I'm sorry, David <laughs> Wright. Daryl Strawberry. Strawberry. Like- I'm sorry, Mr. Matt. <laughs> I, like, Shit, man. He just like took him underneath a shit ton of great Listen, Tim Tebow is Tim Tebow is Jesus, man. He's a reincarnation of Jesus. 
Uh, Jesus, Jesus just doesn't like football. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, Tim Tebow is going to go down as the first athlete to have played for the Jets and Mets. If this falls out, hey, the Nets must be called. The Nets, the Nets. That'd be great. The Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Tim Tebow as the starting forward for the Brooklyn Nets. That'd be hilarious. Hey, if Chris Humphries can do it, so can Tim right. Tebow. But um, I like it. It's a smart move for Tim Tebow. I feel like he gave up too early with the NFL, though. Well, he wasn't a quarterback, but he could easily be he, a good that fullback thing was, tight end. Is that he wanted to be a quarterback, and if you really think about it, granted, what was wrong with him was his mechanics. He couldn't throw a ball the right way, and it was pretty much hindering him. But he's a winner. He's never wait. On a previous podcast, didn't you call Tim Tebow getting signed by the Mets? Yeah. And I told you to get a Mets jersey. I am getting a Mets jersey once he gets called up. So in the podcast, I was actually deleted. Um, I was thinking Tim about Tim Debo was doing his workouts, and I said the Mets are going to sign him, and they did. And if they did, I would get a jersey, and that will happen live. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> he has to get called up, so it might be a couple of years. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's a smart move, Tim Tebow. He went to a contender already where it's like there's more publicity towards them making the playoffs than exactly. Tim Tebow. If he goes to a no-name like the fucking The Rays, that's a publicity stuff waiting to happen. should have gone to The Rays. They're like, again, autograph. Uh, um, so, I mean, it wasn't a smart move. I mean, it was a smart move on his behalf. I still think he should have waited it out. At least get to the Canadian League or something. I mean, if Kurt <laughs> Warner... Could go to the Canadian League and be one of the, probably one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen come out of nowhere. I Tim Tebow, he had the mechanics, he had the like, he had everything going for him. What ruined him was Peyton Manning. Yep. If Peyton Manning doesn't become a free agent and go and have a talk with John Elway, Tim Tebow would be a Super Bowl winning quarterback on that team. Uh, John Elway ruined. Tim Tebow, Peyton Manning, ruined Tim Tebow. ESPN ruined Tim Tebow. The Jets ruined they Tim Tebow. They didn't ruin him. You Rex, signed him to use him for nothing. Rex Ryan ruined him. Don't blame the Jets on that. Rex Ryan's an idiot. That's why he's in Buffalo doing nothing but getting huge like a what Buffalo. You you're, you're probably the biggest Rex I, Ryan I don't remember that. Shit, I remember, what was it, our sophomore year? Like when we first met. And the Jets made the playoffs, and it was against the Chargers. We both made the bold prediction that the Jets were going to win because of Rex Ryan. And I don't know what you're about. Okay, all right. I'll, then I'll just take claim to call. Oh, that what prediction. the hell? No, I did. All right. <laughs> so running out the we're on the forty-five minute mark. So we're going to switch things up today. This Saturday, CM Punk makes his UFC debut. The pipe bomb. The pipe bomb master. So he he's making he made the transition. UFC. I a mean, little over a year of training. Is he injury. gonna do it? I feel like he's gonna win. I'm telling you, the UFC is scripted. People don't believe me. The no, UFC I, and the WWE are synonymous. Honestly, honestly, I saw the Brock Lesnar and the Mike Mike Hunt right. Mark Hunt. Whatever. Mark Hunt fight. That guy, Hunt wasn't even putting up a fight. He was just, let, Brock Lesnar was just hitting him. He was letting it, himself get hit. That's what happened. It's scripted. I'm telling you, the UFC is scripted. And Grant, Brock Lesnar looked 
shredded. And he, and he was like, yeah, he was he was in that like WWE like maybe a month before that or two yeah. months, and he looked fat. Yeah. And then he just got shredded. I literally saw him, and I'm like, whoa, that, I don't, I don't think that's possible. I hate and then turns out he was doping or whatever. But if I say, if, have you seen the evolution of punk videos? No, I haven't had a chance. Okay, so it's pretty much what it is. It's like a mini documentary series from the UFC documenting CM Punk through his training, through his family, all that. Now, they have a little sn- snippet of the guy he's facing. Who this is guy. I'm, I'm going to try and find the video here just to show. This guy, in his UFC debut, beat choked out a guy within 20 seconds of the fight. 20 second seconds. And CM Punk has to find, fight this guy. I mean, you see, I mean, I, I love MMA back in the day when it was like GSP, Iceman, when it was like on the come up. Yeah. That's when UFC was at its best. Like this McGregor, I'm sorry, people are like, oh, the McGregor versus Diaz fight was probably one of the greatest fights I've ever seen. No, it was hyped up because two great trash talkers. Who does the best? They just ran really good promos. It's WWE all over again. Yeah. To be honest, do you, would you say that The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin without the promos was one of the greatest matches you've ever seen? No. No. They, no. It was just a lot of selling and all that stuff. But the promos they ran is what made the match good. To me, a match is made when a solid promo, when you have hype towards the match based on hatred of each other. If me and you got into a fight right now, it'd be whatever. But if we got into a fight like that was leading up to a fight, like arguments over like Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter, stuff like that, people would want to watch that more than just me and I you would want to watch that because I, I would destroy you. Eh, that's debatable. I will kill you. I mean... Who's taking a better punch from Daya? I did. I did. Da- I I, I almost lost my arm because of her. I had it. I didn't. And I smacked her ass. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, we here at Bro Talk Radio do not endorse the views of Sal Romero <laughs> and his objectifying women and sexually women. abusing them. I've never sexually abused them. Good. Keep it that way. I don't want to be the next Brock Turner. Fuck that kid. Giving fraternities bad names and shit. Really? That's the guy that gave you your fraternities bad name? How about the fucking guy that ate a dude's face off? Alright, alright, relax. That guy. Like, fraternities have single-handedly gave themselves bad names for the and, last 20 and years. And you know how hard it is to, like, try and beat that, okay? <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> Why would you try to beat that? Not, like, beat him with negative, like, just, like, overcome that situation. <laughs> Some dude ate some guy's face off. Hey, keep in mind, that, that's like a huge school. That we're, I'm at USF, baby. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we don't give a shit about USF. I mean, it's true. Yeah, it could be worse. Go Bulls. be UCF. Bigger news. UCF won their first game. In like over a In year. over. They're like the late high school of Florida. Oh, that's mean. Eh. That's right. Yo. Come on, are you serious? Those, what are they, Falcons? <laughs> Hawks, Hawks, whatever they were ass. Lato Falcons, Lato Hawks. They're ass. If you're if you go to Lato, please you know never comment, speak to me about football. Comment about what you guys were. Um, yeah, you guys know nothing about football. 
Yeah, suck. Shout out to all right. So at my old job, there was this kid named Danny. He was safety for for them. I, I have a trouble saying Leto the right way. Apparently, Leto, Leto, same shit. It's Leto. What, what was he saying? I was saying Leto. Oh yeah, that's wrong. Man. Uh, it's Leto. It's the same shit. Because everyone's late to graduate. <laughs> Go play that. Damn it, so I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, he would always, he played safety and he would always talk shit and I would be like, 2011 state champs. He's That's like, sick. is that your only argument? It's like, 2011 state, state champs. champs. Best class in high school history, Jefferson. I graduated with the year. Yeah, That's probably why I had <laughs> Like, I already had pre-graduated. He, he pre-gamed his graduation, didn't make it. But, um... I mean, yeah, the truth of the matter, if you see, like, Mickey Gall, that's the guy CM Punk is going against. Look at how he trains. He literally, he trains with, like, 50-pound, like, chains on his back doing push-ups. He destroyed a guy within 20 seconds. He's the next Bobby Lashley. I feel like... Mickey CM Gall? P- no, no, CM Punk. Where he had a name for himself in the WWE... Goes to the MMA, has like three good fights, and then comes back to amateur wrestling. He might. He might. That's how, that's where I see that the UFC is fake as hell. <laughs> because there's no way that you take a sports entertainment athlete. And just because he can do cool moves in a squared circle doesn't mean he could do it in the UFC. UFC, to me, the actual UFC fighters are the guys that did it back in the day. Yeah. The Frank Murders. The Iceman. GSP. Those are guys that like would kick your ass on a daily basis. Brian Mara. Because Success Er Day. Because they put in work for it. Yeah. Anderson uh, Silva. These these are the guys that actually but wrestlers I get that they have a history in wrestling. Wrestling is a form of MMA. No. But there's a difference between wrestling and wrestling. Wrestling. Like, you had a fucking gimmick that you would shave people's head off <laughs> because they didn't do drugs. And you're going to be in the MMA. Like, as an MMA fighter, I would feel insulted if some uh, WWE guy just comes in and, you know, yeah, we're going to let him kick your ass, but you take home, like, 20 minutes. Listen, if a guy was to be like, hey, yo, you make right now probably like 500 grand, but we're going to give you $20 million so you can just take a loss of CM Punk, I'd be like, listen, man. I lost last week. I, I, my, my wife can lose too if you want. <laughs> my, my child's a fucking loser. He can lose. I mean, the, well, if it's like a no name, I understand. But people like fucking, like let's say fucking Conor McGregor comes in. Oh, he's going to WWE. I don't care what you say. He got too much heat. He's coming in as a heel. Oh, obviously, everyone hates him. I hate him. He got he robbed Nate Diaz, bro. That fight was rigged. It was just as rigged as WWE. I'm telling you, UFC is... I understand that what they're doing is real, but there has to be some script in it. The Ronda Rousey fight that she lost, that had to be scripted. Uh, no, I, what that fight was that Ronda Rousey never really fought an actual kickboxer. And, like, this girl was like... But you don't... She, she even... Ronda Rousey even said this, this will probably be the... Hardest fight I'll ever fight. And she, she predicted. She predicted how she would lose. Mm. But to me, you, if you know that you're, it's a as big of a fight that you're probably not going to win. You don't hype it up as much as the way they hyped it up, as Ronda being an unstoppable force. Yep. 
I would have hyped her up more as like she's a really good fighter going against another good fighter, like the fucking Pacquiao versus Mayweather. Two solid fighters. You don't worst boxing. Worst boxing match I've ever, ever seen. No, boxing is on the decline. Like boxing. Boxing sucks. is dead. You still watch boxing? You're, you're a forty-year-old guy that smokes cigars every week. <laughs> like boxing is dead. I grew up a boxing fanatic. I remember De La Hoya days. I remember fucking all those boxing matches that I watched growing up with my grandpa and father and uncles and all that stuff. It's as a Cuban, we watch boxing like it's sacred. They will tell you right now that boxing is trash. People like Mayweather is the reason boxing is trash because it went from let's see who can kick their each other's ass to a strategy. Fighting shouldn't be as strategic as it's become in the last couple of years. Well, I mean, it depends. If you actually fight, and I know Ramon is listening, and Ramon, he is the biggest, like, rider Mayweather dick in the world. That's not fighting. That's dodging punches and throwing jabs. I mean, but at the end of the day, that's It gets some wins, yes. It gets some wins. Is he the greatest boxer ever? It's like fucking talking about taking from... It's like the whole Miz, Daniel Bryan thing. You're playing it safe. Yeah. Yes, you've been healthy. Yes, you've been doing all this stuff for the last couple of years. Yes, you've racked up wins, but you're playing it safe. Well, with Mayweather's situation, he's not a flashy fighter. What he does, he counter punches. He uh, rolls his shoulder so you hit his shoulder, don't get any points, and then he hits you. When you see that type of fighter, you don't want to watch that. So he has to have a heel. He needs to make his persona so you buy the pay-per-views. I would respect Mayweather if he was just humble, quiet type. But he wouldn't have been as big. Nah, his record would have let, it, let him talk for There's himself. People in Mexico are like seventy nine. Mexico zero. doesn't count. I'm sorry. They 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 fight jobbers. <laughs> it's like we could go to Mexico and get like a prize fight if we oh, really wanted. Let's yeah. do it. So Bro kidding. talk radio. Take Mexico season three in Mexico. In Mexico, prize. We're fight. gonna come back and we're gonna be like, oh, our what happened? We, yeah, I took a punch. We tried to fight jobbers and we got destroyed. But no, like the way I see it is like, yes, he had to make a persona, but you don't talk a big game and fight a small fight. Yeah. Well, predictions for CM Punk, Mickey Gall, who's winning? CM Punk is scripted. It's. If CM Punk loses, he's not going to get any hype for his next match. He's going to be seen as a whatever. Mm. He's going to be seen as a fake. I know I know for a fact Ramon thinks he's going to win in the second round, I believe. I guess I don't see that happening. I see Mickey Gall literally... I see Mickey Gall either knocking him out, not, not knocking, like submission, submitting him, or going all the way to the end, Mickey Gall winning... I do not see CM Punk, CM Punk winning without making it look like it's scripted. Well, I mean, he's been wrestling for 10 years. He's going to make it look like it's not scripted. But like you said, wrestling and wrestling are two different things. Yeah, that's he what has I'm, no background in fighting whatsoever. I know, that's what wrestling, I'm saying. Wrestling, He had to pick up a lot of techniques in the last... I feel like that's why his debut was so delayed. Injuries were, I think they were kind of like taking out, like, bigger than they really were. Yeah. Taken out of context. Uh, I feel like he just needed to train a little bit more. Maybe he surprises us. Maybe he actually puts up a good fight. But I feel like it's going to be one, either not a fucking uh, decision. Not unanimous. A split decision win. Or he wins on the technicality of TKO. Because the, the way it seems is... Mickey, CM Punk has been only doing this for like less than two years. Mickey Gall has been doing this pretty much his whole life. His whole life. And guaranteed, 
I don't know if you've played baseball or not, but try try and pick it up two years ago compared to a player who's done it his whole life. Exactly. You're, You're not going to be as good. You're never going to be natural. Good. MMA is a sport where natural talent doesn't naturally come in. Exactly. It's not like... I mean, there's few sports that natural talents get... Ooh. If, I wish there was a camera to catch this. I just caught an amazing catch. So, I would, but it's I'm, like, all right... Soccer is a sport where if you have natural talents, you can just get on the field. Mm-hmm. And, Agility, speed, yeah. endurance. Football, I mean, there's too many routes and all that stuff that you need to learn. But if you're a defensive player, it's a little bit easier to just pick up. Like, Vicarious um, Mingo, he's someone from Africa that two years ago. Basketball is another sport. If you just have natural talent. If you're just tall, you can be. Yeah, it just kind of like kicks in. Exactly. Baseball is, there's strategy to baseball. That there's so many unwritten rules and hand, and also hand-eye coordination. Like you, you, you can't honestly just pick up and you have to. You have to understand what the pitcher's gonna be throwing at you. You got to read pitches. You got to read signs. You got to. It's a lot harder, and I feel like the MMA is also something like that. You can't just be good at fighting and go into the MMA. Someone puts you in a submission hold, and you don't know how to get out. You're exactly. Fucked. So I mean, yeah. So moving on, I mean, I think CM Punk loses. If it's scripted, he loses hard, or he wins. Uh, what's he called? Controversy. Controversial. Controversial. I say Mickey Gall's winning it if it's not scripted. If not, then this guy knocks him out or something. Yeah, with but, the GTS. <laughs> <laughs> the GTS, and that's his way of coming back to the wrestling game. All right, so I think. All right, so back to what we started the show off with. It's the beginning of the 2016 season. I mean, I think we should just, we're going to start making picks. I mean, all right, so this is going to be the way it goes. We're going to make picks every week, every Thursday, since our show is on Thursday, to see who is the better expert at predicting teams. Last season, we had a couple of issues. Brian thought he was better than me just because he predicted the Super Bowl. I said, all right, he predicted the Super Bowl without predicting the playoffs. (laughs) He would honestly tell you week in, week out, this team may win, or this team may win. And then he was always right. He's the type of guy that gives the answers the right way that he never loses. <laughs> so this this year, we're going to do it a little differently. There's not gonna, We're just going to give a quick input. I'm going to tell you the game. You just tell me immediately, who do you think wins? Sure answer, no ifs, ands, or buts. All right, let's do it. All right, so obviously tonight, the Super Bowl rematch. We have Carolina going against Denver. Easy, easy. Carolina... The Broncos have no quarterback, and their defense is looking shoddy, especially with the keeps to leave on the trade box, supposedly. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I'm going to go with Carolina. Carolina. All right. So, Sunday, first game of the season, outside of the Super Bowl rematch, we have Packers going up against, against the Dragwires. Packers, team, every, in and, every year in and out, top guys. Jaguars, iffy. You don't know what you're getting out of them. What's your take? I'm going Jaguars here. Uh, I need a sleeper pick, and I think this will be it. Uh, Blaine, not Blaine Gabbert. Wow, that's horrible. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. He's he's a stud as a quarterback. We have you have uh, Hearns and what's the other guy? Robinson. And Robinson back healthy. T.J. Yeldon as a running. T.J. Yeldon and Chris Ivory as running backs. Yeah. Their offense is pretty much stacked. As long as their defense can stick to it, 
they can be on. They can actually make playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Well, I feel you with that. They have Miles Jack coming in, and they have Ramsey, top, two top picks drafted in this first and second round. But they're unproven rookies. It's game one. They are going to start adapting to the NFL come week six. I'm going with Packers. Packers. All right. So next game, it's going to be. I know you, where you're going to go with this. We have your division rivals, the Buffalo Bills. Rex Ryan going back to the Ravens as a head coach. Remember, once upon a time, probably one of the best defensive coordinators in Ravens history. Ravens, Bills, your take. Both of these teams are utter garbage. Uh, so with that being said, I'm going to pick the Bills strictly on defense. Uh, Bills have pretty decent defense. And to be honest, I have no idea where the how healthy Steve Smith Sr. is. You know he's coming back, and but I just don't see him pulling this out. I feel the Bills are very unproven. They have a lot of players suspended this these first games. Uh, Tyrod Taylor was it, I feel like he was a uh, lightning in a bottle last year. You know something I don't know how the saying goes: flash pan, yada yada yada. He isn't proven to me just yet, and we have. Joe Flacco coming back from injury, and Steve Smith. Steve Smith is coming back redemption story. And when Steve Smith is set, Steve Smith is set. Look at what he did to the Carolina Panthers last year. Yep. One of the best defenses last year, and he tore him up. So I'm going with the Ravens. The Ravens. Just sure pick. All right, so next up we have the Chicago Bears with flimsy Jay Cutler going up against one of the bigger – a lot of people have them as a sleeper pick to make the playoffs this year. Remember, they were championships of the AFC North or AFC South, the Houston Texans. Brock Eisenwaller's first game for Houston. What's your take? I'm going Texans. Uh, J.J. Swat can be his own team, and he will, I swear to God, this guy. He can throw the ball, catch the ball, throw it to himself, score his own touchdowns. He's just a stud, and he, he single-handedly can take over a game. I understand where you're coming from. I feel like Brock is going to have first game jitters. Uh, we have John Fox coming to the Bears. He could do, I mean, Adam Gaze, their offensive coordinator that didn't, he's the guy that made Tim Tebow Tim Tebow. He's the guy that made Peyton Manning go into that thing. I feel like, honestly, the Bears are going to surprise Texans in their house. All right, next up, game of the week for me. We have the Cleveland Browns at RG3 going up against Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles. What's your pick? All right, so scratch the Bills-Ravens being the worst game of this week. Um, to be honest, I don't even know who to pick. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead with Eagles because I feel that the Eagles have more players, and I feel like half of the Browns teams are just construction workers that they picked up. All right, so, so my I'm, take on this, I'm just, you know, you're just an Eagles fan. It's Carson Wentz first game. I'm going Browns. Oh, oh, that's dirty. That's nasty. RG three is you're, gonna put up numbers to Josh Gordon. He's oh, not. A, he's not. Of, he's uh, not a real Eagles fan, guys. The Eagles lose this game to the Browns. Wow. Some. All right. Next up, division rivals. We have the hometown heroes, Jameis Winston and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, going up against the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons all day, every day. Their offense is amazing. Defense is shoddy, though. But then again, the Bucks don't have an offense or a defense. And I swear to God, if Drew drills in my head or keeps trying to shove Vincent Jackson down my throat, who hasn't done anything miraculous in like three or four years, and Mike Evans, if he can actually catch a ball for once, 
Maybe, but no, absolutely not. And Jameis Winston is overrated. I'm going with the hometown team. And you're an idiot. Buccaneers. All right, next up, we have Sam Bradford's first game with the Minnesota Vikings. Going up against with a guy that a lot of people projected to take care of his job last year when Chip Kelly was still at helm. Marcus Mariota and the Titans. What's your take? Oh, my God, all these shit games. I am going with the Minnesota Vikings just because they actually almost, they were actually in the playoffs last year. It's pretty much it. I feel like Marcus Mariota puts up numbers. We have DeMarco Murray coming in. That defense is sketchy. I'm going with the Titans. Next up, ooh, this one's good for you. We have Andy Dalton, A.J. Green, the redhead hero, and the catching machine going up against the New York Jets. Jets all day. Jets have probably they have a top ten defense. Uh, we have actually top their seventh defense. Uh, we have Brandon Marshall coming back. Eric Decker, Jason Marlin. He signed Fitzpatrick. Uh, we did get Forte. I'm kind of iffy about him. He might get injury prone. Wish we still have Chris Ivory just in case. The Jets are going to win this because Andy Dalton is a ginger and has no soul. I'm going with the Bengals. AJ Green puts up numbers every single time he comes in. Andy Dalton, this is a redemption year. I feel like they have a lot going on. Next up, the up-and-coming Raiders. A lot of people have them in their top 15 picks. They're stupid. In the power rankings because of how many young studs they have on that team. Going up against the aging New Orleans Saints. What's your take? Saints, Drew Brees, and the story. Derek Carr and Amari Cooper light up that defense. Oakland Raiders. You are dumb. All right, next up, we have... The Manti Teo, Joey Bosa dilemma issue with the Chargers <laughs> going up against their division rivals, Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you have? This is no-brainer Chiefs. Um, Cardinals don't really have, uh, Cardinals. The, Chargers. Uh, Chargers don't really have an offense. Their defense is non-existent. The Chiefs at least have uh, Alex Smith and plus Lewis Ramos is my friend. I'm going with my old head coach. Oh, Andy Reid always has my heart. Let's go, Chiefs. Okay. All right, so next up we have probably one of the teams that is expected to create a dynasty in the next day. We already have a Super Bowl win. Playing at home, the Seattle Seahawks going up against the Adam Gates Miami Dolphins. Seahawks, Dolphins are a wreck. Yeah, Seahawks at home. You can never bet against them. All right, so next up we have the non-Megatron, the non- The um, other, doesn't matter what team, who are they facing? <laughs> Lions. The Leto Falcons, Leto. <laughs> <laughs> we have, all right, the Detroit Lions going up against with the disappointment of a team from last year, the Indianapolis Colts. Colts, Andrew Luck, he's a stud. Oh, I have no idea what happened last year. Uh, it was probably that Trent Richardson trade. Was that even last year? No, it was two years ago. Oh, well, that fucked him up for like. They got Frank Gore last year. That's a good trade. All right, I'm going with the um, the, the Colts, Colts just because. I mean, they're just garbage. And I was... uh, I'm gonna have to go with the Lions. I feel oh like my God, Golden no. Tate takes up the step of Calvin Johnson. They have Eric Ebron. You are looking like Drew with his fantasy football team. Uh, all right, so next up we have. Uh, do they just both like be in a plane crash or some shit? We have the New York Giants going up against the Dallas Cowboys. That's actually going to be a great matchup. I would say the New York Dallas Cowboys. 
Everyone neither. <laughs> it ends All in a right. tie. No, I'm joking. No, I feel me, like me, me. I feel like the Cowboys have too many suspended players on defense. Dak Prescott is a rookie coming in. As long as he puts up numbers to Des Bryant, I'm satisfied because that means I kick your ass. So I'm gonna go with the Giants though. Giants. Alright, so this game is probably game of the week if Tom Brady's playing. New England Patriots going up against the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh. What's your take? I have wow <laughs> stud defense versus stud versus, defense. No, nah, Patriots don't have a stud defense. They have Tom Brady. Tom Brady is their defense, but he's not playing. I know exactly. I'm already giving you my pick, Arizona. I I hate the Patriots. This is the most biased pick I, I have. It's so it's Bill Belichick. It's Jimmy Garoppolo going up there against that defense, though. Like that's the biggest like wake up you're in the NFL game you could have. Yeah, Cardinals, Cardinals. Alright, so now we can move on to Monday Night Football. It's the last game, right? Two games. Remember, doubleheader always to begin the season. Oh, what the hell? Why? I hate that. It makes me... Alright, so we have Josh Norman making his way to Washington, going up against Antonio Brown. Oh, it's easy. And the Pittsburgh, all day. Pittsburgh Steelers. Antonio Brown just got paid. He is happy. He's going to be making some money. He's going to be wanting to play out. So we're going to Pittsburgh on yeah. that. D'Angelo Williams is going to stud out against that defense. Which is going to hurt you because that's my player this we'll year. And I'm going with the Steelers. And last pick of the week, we have Colin Kaepernick sitting on the bench and sitting for this national anthem on Monday Night Football versus the back home in L.A., L.A. lifestyle. Jared Goff, third string quarterback, even though he was the number one overall pick, going against. So we have 49ers Rams. What's your take? Rams, just because they're in L.A., and I think it's cool that they're in L.A., and L.A. has YouTube stars, and I'm really into watching like people play video games on YouTube right now just so I don't have to buy the games. So I'm going with that. I'm going to have to go with the Rams also. I mean, they have Todd Gurley. They have a stack defense. They've had a stack defense for the last couple of years. And it's their first game in L.A., of course. Well, they're actually playing in Oakland, but still, or Santa Clara, or whatever the fuck. So what are you taking? I'm filling in LA Rams. Rams. All right, guys. So those are our picks we will give you. Next week, we'll tell you our final tallies. As well as next week's picks. As well as next week's picks. So now we go on to our last segment, the final thoughts. Sal, please. Ooh, all right. So final thoughts. Oh, what do I have? Um, final thoughts on it's gonna be on Carson Wentz. Going into the season, Carson Wentz was a number three, number two overall pick. He was expected to be a backup for a year, learn under the Chase Daniel and Sam Bradford, and then pick up, pull it Aaron Rodgers basically. The Eagles pull the trigger, trade Sam Bradford. Chase Daniel sucks in preseason. We have Carson Wentz coming off of a rib injury starting the season. Great move. For the Cleveland Browns. They got a first round pick next year. It's bonafide 10. We're not winning more than two games this season. I'm sorry. The Eagles aren't winning more than two games. Two games? More than two games. If they win three, I'll applaud them. Carson Wentz is a rookie from a Division two school. Starting with no wide receivers that have more drops than Mike Evans and any Buccaneers. They had more drops coming into the season and preseason. And there's no bona fide starter there. The running back is iffy. The offensive line is shaky. The only thing going for the Eagles this year is their defense. 
Yes, defense wins championships, but defense wins championships in the playoffs. You need to make it to the playoffs before your defense can win championships. Are you saying the Eagles have a defense? They have a defense this year. Their front seven is unstoppable. I will tell you that Fletcher Cox, they put up the most sacks last season without having a steady defense. This season, they have Jim Schwartz. He led Buffalo the two years two years ago to one of the best defenses in the NFL. When he was in Detroit, he made the Dominicans do against the Dominicans. I feel like their defense could carry them. For I feel four, like you three say this every year, though. You're like Drew with the Bucks. No, I've, I've never given the Eagles defense. The only year that I talked about the Eagles defense was Nambi Awesome all year, the dream team season. I'm never going back to that. So I say we win two games. Carson Wentz, he's going to get thrown into the wolves, and I feel like it's going to be a wreck waiting to happen. Hopefully he doesn't get injured. But you're just risking a year for no reason. Just give the ball to Chase Daniel. If you're going to suck, let him suck. Let the Eagles lose 12 games with a backup quarterback than your franchise quarterback. It's going to be a Geno Smith dilemma all over again. He's going to suck. And it's going to make the Eagles look pretty bad. And that's my final take. The Eagles suck. (laughs) All right. So, guys, my final thoughts have to do, unfortunately, with Colin Kaepernick. First off, he needs to cut his hair. It's way too long. And be respectful to the damn flag that all these people have fought and given up their lives for. You're getting paid to throw a ball. And you're making it into a race issue, saying that people that are black are not supposed to be treated the way they are. This is not because of, I don't know, social or discrimination. Truth of the matter is, what causes this problem isn't their race, it's their ignorance. So stop being an idiot. Short, sweet, and to the point. That being said, guys, we are now officially on iTunes, so please subscribe, leave a comment. We're gonna slowly work our way up the charts, hopefully, get there one day. But listen on your way to work, listen on your way to fucking picking up your child from daycare, listen on your way to school, listen while you're in the shower, listen while you're having sex, listen to Bro Talk Radio whenever you have a chance. It's only an hour of your time. You have 24 hours of the day. It's actually an hour and 20 minutes now. Eh, it doesn't matter. It's a little over cutting. an hour. Eh. But still, like, just give it a listen. It's two great guys on a fucking podcast doing whatever the fuck we want. It's wonderful. Exactly. And if you have, and like I said before, if you want to ever give us a topic or anything like that, you can just go ahead and tweet us at the Road Talk Radio. If you ever want to be on the show, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you want to be a guest, you know, we have no problem bringing you on. So just hit us up at Bro. Is it the Bro Talk Radio on Twitter? Or Bro Talk Radio? It is. Give me, I don't even know. I think man. it's the Bro Talk Radio. Bro Talk Radio at yahoo.com. Uh, find us on Facebook, Bro Talk Radio. It we have a dope ass logo. The Bro Talk Radio.com. Make sure to check that out, guys. Just check us out. Follow us, subscribe. I don't care. You can cuss me out. See, you can do anything you want. You can show your friends how awful we are if you want. Like, that's Anything. Fine. So just go ahead. We're on iTunes. What's the other one we're uh, on? We're on Stitcher as well. So if you don't know what Stitcher is, it's a new app pretty much that just came out where you can download all your podcasts on. And it's actually great. Since with your iTunes podcast, 
And the cool thing is when you do iTunes, it kind of downloads onto your phone. But with Stitcher, you're straight up, just straight up streaming it from your device. So it saves a lot of memory, too. All right, so just give us a listen, enjoy, uh, have fun. The NFL season is upon us, so you know a lot more talking coming. And that's Bro Talk Radio, Episode 2, Season 2, Uncut. And as always, let's go Mets, screw the Eagles. Later. <laughs>